On this episode of For the Love of Chiropractic, we're going to be talking about practice growth. Whether you're happy with where your practice is right now, or you want to grow your practice, this week's episode is one you're going to want to listen to. So let's get started. Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Chiropractic. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Freeman. I've been in practice for over 30 years, and I continue to work in a million-dollar practice that I built, ran, and sold. I've taught, lectured, and coached our profession, and helped so many chiropractors build the practice and the life of their dreams. And now, I want to help you do the same. So here's today's show. I have spoken to so many doctors over so many years, and when I ask them where they're going with their practice, they say, oh, this year, I want to double my practice. And the good news is, that's absolutely possible. We're going to spend time today talking about the three ways that you can double your practice. Now, I can tell you, this won't happen on its own. Because you already know, if you do the same thing in the same way, you're going to get the same result. You're not going to double the practice if you keep doing exactly what you have been doing. So, there will be some work on your part, but it is absolutely possible. And I've had lots of clients do it over lots of years. So, let's get started. So the very first thing you have to do is to decide which one of the three you want to utilize because you can't focus on three different things all at the same time and have them all be successful. It just doesn't work that way. So the three ways to grow your practice are one, increase the number of new patients that are coming into your office and going through your machine the way that you process patients from beginning to end. Or you can work to increase your patient visit average, the number of visits that your patients stick around. Or you can hire and train an associate and teach them everything that you know, and they will then become hopefully at least as successful as you have been, and they can replicate that system. And I will tell you, every chiropractor that I have ever met and ever worked with can work on any one of these or all three of them, but not at the same time. So let's start with the first one, getting more new patients in the door. And the bottom line is to get more people in the door, more new patients in the door, you have to get yourself in front of more people, whether that's one-on-one -on -one, or you to a small group or you to hundreds or thousands of people at a time. One-on-one -on -one is really straightforward. That's you having a conversation with somebody somewhere about their health, what you do, what you provide, and now how you can help them with their health and inviting them in to come and see you. Whether that's a casual conversation with the person who cuts your hair, or a waiter or waitress, barista, the person who owns the restaurant across the street where you have lunch once in a while. It's a one-on-one -on -one conversation Certainly, you can also do things like set up spinal screenings or information table uh, at a mall, at a shopping center, at some sort of community event, a fair, a festival. And I can tell you from personal experience, if you're willing to put in the time and meet the people and have the conversation and be genuinely offering to help them with their health concerns and invite them in the office, it's amazing how many people come in and when they do, they really want your care. And I've known doctors that have gone from zero to 100, 200, 300, and 400 visits a week doing exactly that in a repeatable way once they've learned how to do that. 
because when the person meets you, when they shake your hand, when they have a conversation with you eye to eye, they get to know who you are. They get to know the kind of doctor you are and they want to come and see you. And it's almost as effective if they meet another member of your office team, someone who's going to be in the office when that person comes in. It's significantly less effective if it's just a marketing person who's not going to be in the office when they come in and meet them and greet them and see them again. Over the years, I've known uh, multiple doctors who will uh, group together to cover a marketing event in a central location. And invariably what happens is when the potential patient meets the doctor who happens to be there, that's the doctor that they want to go and see, even if it's on the opposite side of town. People want to be treated by the person that they met, even if that means going to the opposite side of town sometimes. If you want to step up that impact, you can do an old school lunch and learn. You talk to a community business that's an easy commute from your office and you've arranged to come and speak for 20 or 30 minutes during their lunch hour. Or you can talk to one of the local restaurants and arrange deli sandwiches or something like that that you'll bring to the business also. Often the restaurant will do them at a reduced cost to you as long as you give them a plug when you're doing your talk that that's who helped to provide lunch that day. The lunch and learn is almost as effective as the one-on-one -on -one conversation because again, it's in person. They get to see who you are. You're standing in front of a group of people talking about topics that you know very well. So clearly you are the expert. It's not quite as effective because it's not personalized to them individually. I highly recommend that if you do the lunch and learn, that you have individual conversations with as many people as possible that are attending it. So get there a few minutes early and get into a conversation with the person that's helping you coordinate using the room, setting the room up, and who's going to bring the other employees in. Maybe stick around a few minutes afterwards, again, to talk about and answer specific questions that people have. And then if based on the things that they're discussing with you, you believe that your chiropractic care can help them, offer them to come into the office and see you. Years ago, I knew a chiropractor who went into practice twice and declared bankruptcy twice. And he was doing outside marketing events. And the way that he closed those marketing events after talking about chiropractic care and what he could do in his office, he would close with a line and say, so I hope if you ever need chiropractic care, you'll consider coming to see me. And he would walk out and leave at that point. And when I asked him how that worked for him, he said, well, it really didn't work very well at all, even though I left a stack of business cards on the desk when I would leave. Well, again, it's got to be as personal as possible. And when you leave a personal event like that, you don't want to leave with the idea of, well, I made a lot of good impressions. Ultimately, you want to leave with a filled schedule and six, eight, 10, whatever it is, 20 people who have said, I'm coming to see you, doc, because I know I need your care. And now in the post-COVID era, more and more people are turning to the internet for their information and to find their doctors, social media. Any social media posting needs to be professional. It needs to look good and you need to look like you're the doctor because you are. It needs to be friendly. So make sure you're smiling and it needs to be informative. You're giving important information because chiropractic is still new to people and some people still think it's scary. But more and more people come into the office saying, oh, you know what? I know something about chiropractic. I looked it up on YouTube or one of the other social media outlets. And I've seen how you guys crack the neck and pop the bones. And while we all hate those expressions, 
at least they have some idea of what we're going to be doing. And then it's up to you to educate them why we're doing what we're doing. And we're not just cracking bones. So now let's take a step back. Because when we talk about bringing more new patients into the office and we're having conversations with people, any of the conversations that we have, whether it's one-on-one, one to 10 in a small group, or one to hundreds or hundreds of thousands via social media, there are four steps you'll need to cover. Number one, discuss the problem. Number two, say in some way, shape, or form, I have the solution for that problem. The third step is then to provide validation of your solution for that problem. And once you have done that, then it's a call to action. You need to come and see me. And as you talk to people, if you use those four steps properly, laying them each out, you get the result you're looking for. And by the way, so do they when they come and see you as a patient. So now let's spend some time talking about the second way that there is for you to double your practice. And the second way for you to double your practice is by increasing or even doubling or more what's called your PVA, your patient visit average. I don't ever want any doctor to recommend more care than they truly believe the patient needs. And when you open up your mind to learning more about what it is you're providing to the patient through your chiropractic care with those adjustments and the long-going, ongoing positive effects that those adjustments have on their life, it makes more and more sense for the person to remain under chiropractic care for a lifetime. So let's talk about one of the statistics where you can measure how long patients are sticking with you. PVA, your patient visit average. First of all, how do you determine what your PVA is? Well, it's really very simple. Go to your statistics and look at all the patient visits you had last year. And then divide that number by the number of new patients you saw last year. And that's going to give you a number. That number is the PVA. That's how many visits a person seems to get when they come to see you for a course of care. And it's important to remember, a person can only be a new patient in your office one time. So if they came in and got a series of adjustments, five or six adjustments, and then they left, and then they came back a couple months later for another five or six adjustments, and then they left, overall, they were in to see you 10 or 12 times. That's your PVA. So as you look at your PVA, if it's somewhere between one and six, you're providing acute relief and nothing beyond that for your chiropractic care. If your PVA is running somewhere between 10 and 12, you're giving relief care and some strengthening. If the number is somewhere around 20, plus or minus two, 18 to 22, you're doing relief and some correction. And if that patient visit average is somewhere in the 30 to 35 range, you're providing relief correction, and strengthening care. But it's important to look and see for the patients who are coming in for a handful of visits and leaving, and then they love you so much, they come back for another handful of visits and then leaving again. It's important to see what that course of care looks like, because again, that tells you what you're really providing them on short-term bite-sized pieces. When we talk about patient visit averages that are over 35 and 40, those are practices that are providing wellness care, maintenance care, lifetime wellness to keep people at their optimum. 
I've known and worked with practices that have PVAs are at 90 and 100 plus. These are examples of practices that have people that are so well-educated about chiropractic and how well it works for them and can work for them that these people, these patients, choose to use and utilize this chiropractor's care and services for their entire life. And they end up going through life together, knowing each other for decades, getting to know the children, the grandchildren, truly multi-generational practices. So that's a brief discussion of the first two ways that you can use to double your practice. And yes, both of those require you to step out of your comfort zone and learn something new, whether it's how to communicate better with people in a public fashion, public setting, or learning how to communicate and understand more about the chiropractic care that you're providing to people and why they should stick around longer for more care and optimum health longer. And now we can spend some time talking about the third way that you can double your practice. Once you have learned and mastered one or both of the other things that we've talked about, but not at the same time, once you've grown the practice utilizing one or both of those strategies, you have the opportunity to hire an associate doctor and step into the teacher mentor role and teach them these valuable skills that you've learned because now you've created a recipe that works a certain way with a predictable outcome and you can measure how much they've learned and how they can reproduce that. And if you're really a good teacher, your student will outperform even what your results have been at their best. Every associate doctor that I ever worked with and every client that I've ever worked with I've told them my job is to make you more successful than I've ever been. And many of them accepted that challenge and picked up the gauntlet and ran with it and have grown to wonderful success. There is so much more to talk about with each of these three strategies. Literally, we could dedicate an entire episode to each one of them. I've even known practice management companies and seminar companies that will spend an entire weekend covering each one of these things in incredibly infinite detail. And it's all important. It's all good information and whatever it takes to help each doctor grow to help more people because that's what's important. And if you've decided you want to double your practice, you're ready to step up, learn and help more people. I encourage you to reach out via the website. We can have a conversation and based on your specific needs, I can help point you in the right direction to the company, to the practice manager, to the coach that can help you where you need to be to get what it is you're looking for. But what's the best reason to double your practice? The same reason that you became a doctor, because you want to help more people live a longer, healthier life. All right. And that's our show for today. If you have a question about today's show or your own practice, feel free to reach out at ForTheLoveOfChiropractic.com. Before making changes to your practice, be sure to seek legal advice regarding those changes and regulations in your state. For the Love of Chiropractic is an RGF production, all rights reserved. And thanks for listening. Original music provided by Hunter Rich Music.